the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, from the rooftop of the Rockies, it's Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn. Well, here it is, Hour 2, Backbone Radio, January 1, 4, 14th, 2024. And Iowa is tomorrow. Actually, I need to find this out. Is it tomorrow or Tuesday? I don't know. Maybe Blake can look that up. I do think, I think I heard Trump say the 15th, which would be tomorrow. So here we go. We're actually here. We are actually at Iowa. And yeah, Trump goes in with a gargantuan record-setting all-time lead. The 15th, sir. 15th. So it is manana. And it's going to be cold. Cold in Iowa. And so, yes, we'll offer our layering guide advice only for America firsters who want to get there and get their vote in and counted. Well, yeah, Democrats, they're uh, the left. They don't want a fair fight. They're trying to get Democrats to cross over to vote for Nikki Haley. (laughs) Always a trick with these people. Come on. Come on. Just go in. Let's have it be about the policies. Let's have the fair fight. Let the American people let Iowans choose what policy they like. But no, 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 they got to have their little scheme, of course. But I think let's get just a little bit of, uh, of Trump in Iowa. Big crowds all over the place for the guy. No crowds for anybody else. And here's, here's Trump saying hello in Iowa. This is last night. People, and hello, Iowa. One day from now, we're going to win. Iowa's first in the nation caucuses. We kept you first in the nation. Victory, a victory that will echo throughout the country and all around the world. Tomorrow, January 15th, I need each and every one of you to get out. Every, everybody, you get out, just get out and vote. You got to bring your friend. You know, we say plus 10, so plus 10 or plus 2 or plus 20, but bring them all out because we have to set the stage for November. We have the most corrupt, most incompetent president in the history of our country. He's destroying our country. And we have to get it done quickly. We have to get it done quickly. We have to set the stage, and it really begins tomorrow. Yes, it does. That's hello to Iowa from Donald Trump. Showed up in the freezing cold, hardly even wearing a jacket and a no underlayer. So he's not following um, my forthcoming recommendations on the layering guide and how to manage the cold as we sit here. What are we heading to tonight? Minus eight or something? My goodness. It's cold, and we love it. We do indeed. Trump in Iowa was asked about, uh, you know, this is at a town hall he did last night, asked about Nikki Haley, who's busily trying to get Democrats to vote for her. Nikki Haley, funded by the globalists, AstroTurf campaign. It's not really real. And uh, he says, oh, look at all this globalist money behind Nikki. Nikki. Well, she's a globalist, and she works with Coke. Uh, it used to be Koch Brothers, you know, David Koch I knew very well. He was a nice guy, a member of my clubs and everything else. He was a, a big supporter in that way. But uh, they're globalists. I'm not. I'm a make America great again. I'm a America first people. It's just America first. It's so simple. 
I put America first. I always did, and I always will. And frankly, we spend trillions of dollars to other countries. Many of these countries don't respect us. They don't like us. They don't do what we tell them to do. And I stopped that whole process. But Nikki is a person that's getting a lot of her money from globalists. And globalists are not good for our country. They're not good for us. I know Nikki very well. She was my uh, uh, ambassador to the United Nations. And she had a lot of weakness, to be honest. She had a lot of weakness. Yes, she did have a lot of weakness. And it's a very, very weak campaign. She's had multiple gaffes from people asking her questions on the campaign trail. One question was about, you know, the origins of the Civil War. And then she had to send out the big explainer the next day and just dug herself in deeper. Very, very embarrassing. And regarding Nikki, while we're on this, let's hear uh, Chris Christie say that, oh, we all know Nikki's not up to this. Chris Christie drops out of the presidential race. Nikki's going to get smoked, says Chris Christie. And as bad as Chris Christie is, he's right about these items. And uh, I'll explain why Christie dropped out. And a hot mic, he stepped all over this big Never Trump moment. Yeah, Christie drops out to try to help Nikki in New Hampshire. But let's just hear him say it. But they don't want to hear it. Right. And, and there's, you know, we couldn't have been any clearer. Right. We couldn't have been any more, any more direct or worked any harder. So, you know. Yeah. Well, when you give land to China and places like that. Yeah, that's what you get. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, she spent 68 million so far. She's on TV. Spent 68 million so far. 59 million by DeSantis. And we spent 12. I mean, who's punching above their weight and who's getting a return on their investment, you know? And she's going to get smoked. And you and I both know it. She's not up to this. And she's still 20 points behind Trump in New Hampshire, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's going to—he's still going to carry out, right? Yes. Always. I, t- you know, I talked to De- DeSantis. Called me, petrified that I would. He's probably getting out of after Iowa. Well, <laughs> that is a great hot mic. That's the first good stuff Chris Christie has said in his campaign. And he said, "Oh, DeSantis called me. He's all petrified that he's going to finish third in Iowa." After spending tens and tens of millions and essentially moving his residents from Florida to Iowa, betraying the voters who voted for their governor in Florida, who said he was not going to be running for the presidency. And don't you know, DeSantis wishes he had never done this whole thing. But Christie says that, yeah, uh, wow, you know, look how much money. What was it? Fifty nine million. Did he say that Nikki has spent? And she's not up to this, and she's going to get smoked. <laughs> but you see, the big donors wanted Chris Christie to drop out of the race to help Nikki in uh, New Hampshire. You see how that works? And uh, when the big donors, you know, pull the plug on you, even if you don't want to, you know, do it for the reasons they say, when you're beholden to the big donors, as is Chris Christie, you've got to do it. So he drops out of the race, and the whole point is to support Nikki to take away whatever percentage he was going to get in New Hampshire, which I think was in double digits, like 10, 15, and try to hand that over to Nikki. But then he stepped on it with a hot mic. Oh, don't you know that donors called up Christie and lambasted him for this one? Yeah, I think that's just sweet. That is a sweet banana peel for the never Trump morons. Right there, that hot mic, uh, a little bit of truth coming out from Chris Christie. And, uh, boy, nobody likes that guy. I mean, not even one person. And that also actually applies to Nikki.
And I believe it now applies to DeSantis, who has blown all of his political capital with his doomed, doomed campaign. Oh, man, how embarrassing. How embarrassing is all of that. At that Trump town hall last night for Iowa, you know, he's asked about uh, asked about Biden. And uh, let's hear what he says about this. Uh, I think he had very little chaos. I think most of the chaos was caused by the Democrats constantly going after me. And remember this. Remember that with phony Russia, Russia, Russia. I mean, if you look at Ukraine, 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 everything was phony. Uh, the FISA warrants, the uh, lying to Congress. They had chaos. They were the ones that caused the chaos. We didn't have chaos. We got the biggest tax cuts in history, the biggest regulation cuts in history. I had no wars. I'm the only president in 72 years. I didn't have any wars. And There uh, you go. No wars for Trump. The only president, no wars. That's why the military industrial complex is out to get him. And that's why NBC News has that threatening story this morning which I'll be going through probably in the next hour about how uh, they're plotting something within the military to try to essentially a military coup against Trump. If when Trump gets elected in November, I mean, they see the numbers, they see the polls, they see the support, they see the crowds there uh, and they see how poorly Biden is faring and Biden is doing. And so, you know, they're they're getting nervous. They are. By the way, Nigel Farage, the wonderful British Brexit guy, he came to Iowa to see Donald Trump. Out of cutting, we can also do it. Is that Nigel Farage, by the way? Oh, you stand up, will you? I'm just looking, looking at this handsome, this handsome guy. He's been a backer of mine from day one. I think called Brexit very non-controversial. And you've been yeah, right. Nigel Farage shows up to give a boost and a lift to Trump. Of course, Trump does not need it. But Nigel shows up. And I met Nigel once. He and I shared a beverage together one night. I believe we were down in Lone Tree at a hotel. Nigel is the greatest, the ultimate, the best, wearing a pinstripe suit in Iowa, showing his support, his love for Trump. Be right back. On your radio, smartphone, or smart speaker, News Talk 710, KNUS. Begin the begin from REM, bringing us back in. It's Backbone Radio, and yeah, I'm beginning my new dental practice. The last three months, after 20 years in practice, went out, set up my dream dental practice. You're invited to drop in, hang out at the dental office, 303-225-7575. Should you ever require a little dental conversation, it's the best place, you know. We have a lot of fun around there. Talk teeth all day long and been at it for a while. Very focused, very caring. We love it. At any rate, I'm going to be picking on Vivek Ramaswamy here a little bit. Boy, did he ever blow it. Oh, he blew it yesterday. Into the road for Vivek. And by the way, on the text to studio, I was asking, uh, hey, anybody ever ever see a Biden bumper sticker or a Biden sign around, you know? 
And you just don't. There's no Biden stickers. There's no Biden pride. There's none of that anywhere. And how many people, I'd like to know this, for any Biden voters out there, of the ha, 81 million, ha, 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 you in that, 81 million? Um, anybody, any Biden voters want to call up and admit that they went out to their garage and they scraped off a Biden sticker off of their back bumper? Would anybody admit that? Would any Biden voter, any of the 81 million, admit how embarrassed they are by the guy, how much Biden remorse they are feeling, and how they have put any Biden paraphernalia like yard signs in the trash? I would like to have people call up and admit that, that they're embarrassed by the sheer badness of the worst president this country has ever had. And I'm going to be waiting by the phone for that. Waiting by the phone for somebody to admit, yeah, wait, I, I, I scraped off the bumper stickers off my car. Don't tell anyone. Anyway, Vivek has been saying all the right things for six months and supportive of Donald Trump every step of the way, voluntarily pulling out of the Colorado primary until Trump reinstated, which he is on the ballot, okay? But uh, so that was a good move. But then, you know, you see Vivek's tone lately is like, oh, the deep state is all powerful and they're not going to let Trump win. So you have to vote for me. Now, do you see how there's a lot of mistakes with that? Anyway, Vivek puts out a tweet last night, January 13th, and it's a photo of Vivek standing with uh, six individuals, six males, young, high school age, maybe college age. And the males are wearing a shirt that says, save Trump, vote Vivek, with a picture of uh, Trump in this, like, state of Iowa. So Vivek is making this pitch that Trump cannot win because the deep state won't let him win. And so, well, the deep state is all powerful. We have to surrender to the regime. And Vivek is out there saying, well, if you vote for Trump, you're sending him off to his own demise. So you have to vote for Vivek, who's at 4% in the polls, to try to save Trump. And the whole thing is ridiculous and preposterous. Trump does not need saving. The whole deep state case against Trump is a fraud and a hoax and a scam and a gulag. And so Vivek joins. I just had some text the studio on this. Vivek joins DeSantis in the stupidest campaign ploy ever to be deceitful, deceitful in your support and your love for Donald Trump for all this time. And DeSantis gave that up when he entered the race. He started going south on Trump after all those years of sycophantic Trump love from DeSantis to allow him to get to be the governor of Florida and the rest of it. But uh, so then they, they come out there, they ingratiate themselves, and they stick in the dagger, stick in the dagger. Of course, it only hurts themselves. Vivek, you've only hurt yourself. And the outpouring of outrage against Vivek on this has got to have the, the tires rolling off of his his tour bus in Iowa today, you can tell he knows he blew it. Oh, he blew it. And uh, the pitch that they're making, that Vivek and DeSantis are now making, is that vote for me because the deep state won't let Trump win. And what that means is they are surrendering to the regime. They are surrendering to the corrupt Biden fascist regime. They are surrendering to the deep state. They are saying yes to the gulag. 
They are finding opportunities, personal opportunities, benefits, and rewards for themselves, for Vivek and DeSantis in the gulag. Yes, the Soviet-style gulag, like Solzhenitsyn, spent years of his life in the Soviet prison system of Joseph Stalin, which is what we are in in this country. And you have these absolute morons who say, vote for me. Because I've surrendered to the regime. Vote for me. We have already surrendered to the regime. Don't vote for that lion over there who will not surrender to the regime like we have. Don't vote for that, for that lion who is standing up for this country and standing up for freedom and standing up for you, the voter. Don't vote for that lion who's putting America first, come what may, and being persecuted by dementia fascist Joe Biden on every level, having his home domicile Mar-a-Lago raided by Christopher Ray's corrupt FBI at the bidding of the Biden regime. Don't vote for that lion. Vote for us, Vivek and DeSantis. We are domesticated, docile little poodles. We like the gulag. We have surrendered to the gulag. We accept the tenets and the power and the power principles of the gulag that is pathetic ladies and gentlemen do you want to vote for the poodle for the domesticated little poodle for the docile poodle who is willing to live within the framework of our corrupt deep state of our corrupt gulag or that lion over there who's trying to save this place putting it all on the line to put america first that is the choice And that is why this primary is so bothersome. It is Trump. There is one guy who says no to the gulag, who has never betrayed you, never betrayed the voters, never betrayed this country, puts America first, and has sacrificed greatly for it. Has been put through countless courts and trials and impeachments and hoaxes and given up millions upon millions of dollars of his own fortune. And by the way, Trump, Melania Trump's mother just passed away. Crushing to Melania and to Donald Trump. And he wanted to be able to go to Melania's mother's funeral. And he asked a judge in New York, hey, can I go to my wife's funeral? And the judge said, no, you got to be in court. We're not letting you go to the funeral. Tells you what diabolical people we have, sick, freak people. People running this country out for punishment want people in the gulag. And so, yeah, DeSantis, Vivek, yeah, vote for them. Don't vote for that lion over there. Vote for the domesticated, docile, sheepish little poodles who will work within the constraints of the gulag and find ways to benefit personally from the gulag. Is that disgusting? That is revolting. That's what all those rhinos are doing. They're personally benefiting from the corruption of the regime. They're getting rewarded for selling this country down the river. And it's getting serious, as you know. This is getting very, very serious. We are losing this place. We are at the breaking point. And they are going after the one guy with the abilities and the savvy, the intelligence, the political capital, the connection with the voters to save this place. And you have all these little poodles trying to tear him down to benefit their own little selves. Yeah, they benefit from the regime. 
They've made their peace with the regime because that's how they become somebodies. That's how they, they get their bank accounts above water. That, that's, that's how they do it. Anyway, so no Vivek, no DeSantis. That's called truly putting America last when we have this crucial historical moment when we have a chance to save this place and those pathetic people throwing us under the bus and so duplicitous all the way along. And then they come out and they pull stunts like this. Vivek, pathetic, man. Awful. No more of that guy. Thank you. Listen to podcasts of Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn at 710knus.com. There we go. The Water Is Wide, that great song, that version from the Cowboy Junkies, which, by the way, is basically a Backbone original. You will never hear that version of that song anywhere else. You can't find it. But I got a hold of it back when I was a movie reviewer at the Vale Daily newspaper. I was a journalist and a reporter before I started dental school. And somehow in the mail one day I got sent a little CD with this song on it. And by gosh, um, it's the best version. you got to find this one. And one of my buddies actually did a, a big search. He was asking me about the song this week. He was asking, hey, that Water is Wide version, you, wh- wh- which one is that? Anyway, he found it on like some obscure country European website. And I couldn't even recognize the language on YouTube. But anyway, the other versions out there are just nowhere near as good. So, uh, see, Backbone is uh, indispensable for so many reasons. And by the way, Donald Trump was not respecting Vivek's little backstabbing maneuvers and yesterday sent out this little missive, quote from Donald Trump on Truth Social, quote, Vivek started his campaign as a great supporter, the best president in generations, etc., Unfortunately, now all he does is disguise his support in the form of deceitful campaign tricks. Very sly, but a vote for Vivek is a vote for the other side. Don't get duped by this. Vote for Trump. Don't waste your vote. Vivek is not MAGA. The Biden indictments against his political opponent will never be allowed in this country. They are already beginning to fail MAGA. And boy, that that nails Vivek right there. Deceitful little tricks saying the deep state is all powerful when the whole point of saving this place is to defeat the deep state. They must be defeated if we want any trace of freedom left or any semblance of the United States of America left. And it needs to happen in 2024, ladies and gentlemen. More on that momentarily. And before the phones, this little clip from, this was hilarious, that DeSantis is in Iowa, 
And somebody comes up on stage with DeSantis as he's beginning to give a few remarks to a very small, tiny little room of people, a very small crowd, and he hands DeSantis a participation trophy. He says, hey, DeSantis, I know you're not going to win, but I wanted to give you a participation trophy because you are our favorite little snowflake, DeSantis. And I'll play that. Kind of stepped on it, but I'll play it. But anyway... So this guy walks right up on stage, and DeSantis just stands there not knowing what to do. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Oh, I'm being heckled. And his wife, DeSantis's wife, the first lady of Florida, who's been spending most of her time in Iowa for the past year, she actually stands, st- stands in the way of this guy and tries to, tries to kind of get in his face a little bit before they, they haul him off. Anyway, just so you hear it. Uh, real quick, before we get started, thank you, everyone. Governor DeSantis, I want to present to you this participation trophy. <laughs> now, probably not going to win the election, right? But we're proud of you for trying. Sorry, buddy. He's special, he's unique, and he's our little snowflake. Thank you. Here you go. Do you want the award? We're so And they're hauling him off. Our little snowflake. Here's your participation trophy. This is a little tiny trophy. You participated, DeSantis. Thank you for playing. Thank you. Let's get to the phone lines and Brian in Arvada. Glad you could check in, sir. Hope you're keeping warm. And Brian, I bet you were calling to admit you just scraped your Biden bumper sticker off your own car. Is that is that why you're calling by chance? Well, almost. Almost. <laughs> you know, it's funny you should say that, actually. Because you said, did anybody see a Biden sticker? Well, I did. No way. It was a Bi- Yes, yes, I, I did. And it was I, probably about two weeks ago. Are you saying this without evidence? Can we trust you on this? Are you, are you kind of making this up? Because I can't. I, I have a hard time believing this. All right. But I got to tell you a story anyhow, because I actually missed my turn because I was just going to go to the store. And me and, old, me and my wife pulled up behind somebody, and it, it was on a Prius. And it had uh, Biden-Harris, it had resist, it had coexist, you know, all, all the liberal nonsense. So I said, honey, i got to see who's driving this car. And uh, so we missed our turn. We actually detoured so I could pull up next to her. And I ain't lying to you. It was a lady probably in her mid-50s. She had dyed her hair like uh, pink and purple, and she had a mask on. It's the most ridiculous thing. I, me and the old lady just looked at each other. We didn't speak a word. We just laughed. And I made wow. a turn. I went back to the store, and I got my potatoes. Those are the holdouts, the ones that have not scraped off their Biden bumper stickers yet. The pink, purple hair, quintuple vaxxed, max wearing individuals. Um, was it, it, a, was, was it, it was almost too surreal to even see. I thought we were over that, you know. Was and it a Subaru? Me, me, no, it was a Prius. Uh, okay, that's that works. Yeah, that was a Prius. She was so. in a Prius, and she, she didn't, I, I don't know if she forgot to wipe her stickers off, but, uh, you know, at least she's staying safe with the mask and whatnot. Yeah, she was safe going to the store there. But, uh, Brian. Salute you for good investigative sleuthing and reporting there. That that helps make our case. That those, Maybe those it was are the holdouts. Mom. The more I think about it, it could have been our, our our governor's mom. 
Doesn't mm. she dye her hair and whatnot? Or am I wrong on that one? You know, I don't even know anything about the governor's mom. So, I not even one thing. Deep throat together, and I think she died in her hair from from the stories I've heard. But I could be wrong. So okay, well, but uh, you probably had another point to make, and I uh, am going to encourage you to make that, Brian. Well, come on, guys. Where's Kemp? And, and who's the Georgia? attorney general? Yeah, who's the attorney general in Georgia? What's that name? Uh uh, Brad, is it Raffensperger or no? He's the he's Secretary of State in Georgia, and th- well, those who's guys. The attorney General that could actually, you know, go after Fanny for her little scandals there. Yeah, Fanny and Nathan Wade, six hundred thousand dollars taking cruises together. Yeah, um, you know, from what I've read on that, it looks to me like Fanny is a committed a felony here, and Nathan Wade. He even billed the government for 24 hours of straight work working on the Trump indictments down in Georgia. And there's a few blowhards out there saying, oh, Georgia's going to be really bad for Trump. And then, yeah, we find out this about Fannie and Nathan Wade. What a pile of fraud meeting with the Biden team before they went forward getting coached by Team Biden on all this. Yeah, it's it's fascism. Well, Kemp came out, and you know, you remember Kemp came out during the election. No, it was the fairest election in the history of elections. I know uh, Zuckerberg, he put a bunch of boxes everywhere. It had no camera on it. But no, you can trust me. But on this one, he said nothing. He's not come out and said, hey, you know, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I'm where are you, Kemp? Where are you? Yeah, but, but on the election, he's like, nope, 81 million people did vote for Biden, and there's nothing to see here. I mean, this is a clown show at this point. Yeah, the uh, Republican establishment in Georgia has been the nastiest bunch, the phoniest bunch, and they, uh, they've got their tentacles in that rhino crowd. They would, they would much rather vote for Biden over Trump, and, you know, they, they helped ensure that scenario. And so uh, I've been watching them pretty closely, and from 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 moment one, they have been screwing things up down there in Georgia. And this is a this is a very embarrassing moment for them, and they're going to try to hopefully this just goes away for them is what they're thinking. But uh, I don't well, know, they're man. Just plain corrupt. You know, it, it's funny how people can't read. By the way, I got to give a shout out to the great American. No matter what you think about him, that guy can actually see the truth. And if I ever go to a barber, which I haven't been doing 30-some years, I want to go to the barber shop he's hanging out with. It sounds like it'd be a pretty good time. Right. And uh, I, I think I'm on record. If Trump wins, I'm going to go to that barber shop and, uh, and get a new coif over there. And uh, Eric's going to have to be my chaperone and, and show me how it's done. Well, if Trump could actually—I know Trump will win if everything is on the up and up, but, you know— we live in a society that's, you know, gone a little nutty. So if he does actually get installed into the presidency, I'm bringing back the rat tail. Oh, yeah. The rat tail. The mullet's already back. And so... Uh, the- I'm bringing back the rat tail. I haven't seen it yet. So if Trump actually gets installed and you see a guy with a rat tail in the store... You'll know that he had a little bit of common sense, and he voted for the right person. Right on, and uh, probably unmasked with a rat tail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> Brian, yeah, we got rat tails. We got the rest of it. We're, we're making big plans. Thank you, sir. Backbone Radio with 
on Denver's local talk leader, News Talk 710 KNUS. song by Saint Etienne called The Last Days of Disco and there was that line in there about the cold night air and I thought oh I'm bringing that one in another backbone original here you never hear this song anywhere else and boy it's a good dancing tune anybody ever seen Whit Stillman's classic movie called The Last Day of Disco Last Days of Disco that was the inspiration for this tune by St. Etienne. At any rate, by the way, Whit Stillman has a great bunch of movies. A very waspy, uh, cerebral, witty guy. And you should watch Metropolitan, Barcelona, and Last Days of Disco. If you've never seen Metropolitan, that is an actual classic, classic movie. I believe it came out in 1990. And it's in my it's in my top ten list. Gotta say it. At any rate, glad you are here. And um, yeah, great American Eric, who is our encyclopedia. His knowledge of politics is encyclopedic. And caller Brian was asking, who is the attorney general in Georgia? And Eric responds quickly, promptly, immediately, and says, Chris Carr, C A R R. Somehow that's a name you don't hear about. You always hear about Raffensperger and Kemp doing their nasty rhino stuff. They're part of the Sea Island crowd. If you read the Conservative Treehouse Sundance, you understand what the Sea Island crowd is all about. And uh, they're all about trying to stop, block, harm Donald Trump. Now, I was mentioning this, and oh, while I have this little bit of, of audio... Um, Trump posted this on his uh, social, uh, Truth Social account. And where did I hide this? Uh, uh, Jesse Waters goes around with a microphone interviewing African Americans in New York City. And uh, none of them that were interviewed like Biden. They're, they're, all about, they're all about loving Donald Trump. How's Joe Biden doing? He's too old. Sorry. But everybody elected him, so that's y'all fault. He's sitting there lying to to people. He's the worst president that we ever had. Joe Biden, please go back to Delaware because New York City, you have no idea what we need. He's a slimy mother. You know, he take you out to lunch and stick the fork up your ass right after. Who do you want to win the 2024 election, Joe Biden or Donald Trump? Donald Trump. I want Donald Trump. 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 That happens to be me, in case you forget. When he was in, it was no crime. Crime was down. Uncle Donald. No cap. That's a nice guy. Trump is straight up and down, like 6 o'clock. Um, at least I know what, it, what I get when it comes to him. I was more comfortable with Donald Trump in office. I'm not voting for Joe Biden. And you ain't black. Trump. That's right. I said it. 
That's right, I said. What do you like about Donald Trump? He don't bull He don't care like, you know, I like. And there you go. You got to love that. Uh, Trump was always posting these hilarious, hilarious memes over on his Truth Social account. And man, that was good. That was good. And yes, black voters, their numbers in support of Trump are staggeringly high. And that is why the left, they just see this train coming. Oh, oh, they see this coming. And they're looking at Joe Biden. Record unpopularity is down at 33%. His approvals on the economy are even lower than that. Had a text the studio from uh, uh, Richard who said he sees all these billboards down in New Mexico that talk about how great Joe Biden's economy is. <laughs> and I was like, anybody buying that? They're really trying to promote it. Barbara Streisand comes out, oh, Joe Biden's economy is much better than you would think. Don't look at your eyes and ears and listen to the evidence that you're finding in your own personal economy. You have to trust Barbara Streisand and billboards in New Mexico about how great the economy is. And just, just I just had to play this one more time. This is uh, White House Senior Living, another humorous meme posted by Trump. At White House Senior Living, our residents feel right at home. Our vibrant facility offers delightful activities and outings, round-the-clock professional care, and exquisite house-made meals. Well, I've been eating everything that's put in front of me. But I've been eating all, all Italian foods, basically. And ice cream. And ice cream. Chocolate chip ice cream. White House Senior Living, where residents feel like presidents. <laughs> yeah. That first guy in that clip said, Biden is just too old. And he, he is just not wearing well, ladies and gentlemen. He, 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 is not, he is not a picture of health. And by the way, I've been wanting to work in my layering guide, and maybe I will because it's been so cold here in Colorado. It's been so cold in Iowa. Got to get people to the polls. And this is something I sit around, uh, would I say, obsessing about, layering, how you do it. Because I'm the guy. I like to go out and walk around when it's like 10 below plus. I like to go skiing as high up altitude as I can when it is way sub-zero. And you got to do a few things. And one, wool has not been surpassed. you got to find wool. But on the upper body, I would just advise this. You know, you want what's called a base layer. And just personally speaking, and this is only for America firsters out there want to stay warm, get a wool T-shirt and put that wool T-shirt on. Okay, first thing on your upper body. And uh, wool does not... Uh, does not have odor issues. It's better than cotton. And cotton, you know, if you sweat, cotton gets all wet and all that. And uh, then you get cold um, at some point um, after the cotton gets wet. But uh, wool T-shirt and then a wool underlayer, which is like a wool, like long sleeve kind of thing, kind of thinner over that, probably merino type wool. So it's very comfortable on your skin. You can get very comfortable wool, not itchy at all. And then over that, you want another kind of a layer, and this is where, yes, I guess I'm going wool, but you can get like a, a wool sweater, like a thinner wool sweater or a thicker wool sweater, depending on the temperatures you are dealing with. And so that goes on, and then you put on a jacket over that, and if it's really insanely cold, like it's been minus 10 here this week in Denver Metro, then you put on the super thick, poofy down jacket. You can get the 850 layer down, you can get to go to 950 
there's some really thick down layers that you can put on the top of things. But if you are in uh, like a snowstorm or if it's if it's like ice sleeting kind of stuff on you, then your down will get wet. You need to have a outer layer over that, which would involve a uh, like Gore-Tex kind of thing to keep to waterproof it a little bit. Okay, most of the down jackets don't really have um, the waterproof exterior. Okay, and so they're not built for the elements in that certain way. Um, so you and then with this kind of temperature, you want to cover your face. You don't want your skin exposed for too long because you're getting to those poles in Iowa. And so you can get like these face mask things or neck warmer things that you can put on. Also merino wool. And uh, that's what I like to ski in, actually, is the full face coverage when you're way up high. And so you don't let your skin get too exposed to the wind, which can get actually colder than you realize. And then um, for gloves, uh, you know, the finger, individual finger gloves are not as warm as the mittens, which uh, if it's really cold, you want to have the mittens so your fingers are not separate and your fingers can actually warm one another a bit. And then socks-wise, you want one thinner wool sock and then one thicker wool sock over that, and then you go into your boots, Okay. Um, and then in terms of pantalones, you want uh, one underlayer of uh, long, thin, merino-type wool underneath, and then ideally some sort of an insulated pant over that. And I do ski, I like to ski in the insulated Gore-Tex type, uh, type pants, um, but sometimes you can get, even get three layers on under there. And you should be good to go, Okay. I mean, you can, you can handle pretty much anything, and you can up and down layer as need be. And I'm always coaching my kids on that. They go and play soccer in this really cold weather. And so you can add more layers, subtract more layers as needed. Be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.